Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 16 September, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Proverbs 3, verse 35, which says, The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion or legacy of fools. Yes, friends, at long last it's Friday, and we all exclaim, with enthusiasm to burn, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Oh boy, the weekend is finally upon us with no work and plenty of time to just party. (laughs) And how the Lord and our employers do wish that we could have even a modicum of that enthusiasm for their faith and work. Ah, my people, Sadly, our enthusiasm for work and God pales in comparison to the joy we feel for the coming of the weekend because leisure and pleasure are our current idols. There's little room for steadfastness and dedication, no work ethic or sense of purpose. No wonder our society is fast going to hell in a handbasket. We don't realize that it's a sincere work ethic and true belief in God that gives us the ability to get wealth and thus be able to afford leisure and pleasure. And that's why all the great societies of this world have eventually failed and fallen from their great heights. It seems to be man's nature that once we reach a certain stage of prosperity, we tend to slacken off and merely enjoy the fruits of our labor without thinking or considering either the past or the future, but simply the present. Meaning that we forget what brought us to our current level of prosperity, that was hard work and steadfastness in God. And likewise, it will be those same things that will ensure our future prosperity. But no, we get big-headed and full of ourselves, foolishly thinking that we can rest on our laurels and enjoy life. We we conveniently forget the basic law of God's universe, you reap what you sow. Thus, if you stop sowing good seed for any length of time, you will obviously not reap a good harvest. And unfortunately, leisure and pleasure don't sow good seed. They just eat up or consume the harvest until there's no more left to be consumed. So wisdom dictates that if you want to keep on having some future leisure and pleasure, you have to continue sowing good seed in the present, which will bring a harvest that will supply more leisure and pleasure. That's why Cousin Saul warns us in Proverbs in our bit, The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion or legacy of fools. And that's the gospel truth, my brethren. If we are not wise in this life, our legacy will be foolishness, simply because those are the only two options we have. Consequently, Cousin Saul further advises us to get wisdom, for wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, 
get understanding, exalt her, that's wisdom, and she shall promote thee, she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to or place on thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. And you can find that in Proverbs 4, 7 to 9. Yes, my brethren, wisdom is so important that even God himself used it in creating the universe and all therein. Cousin Saul gladly informs us that the Lord by wisdom had founded the earth. By understanding had he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths or deeps are broken up and the clouds drop down dew. And that comes from Proverbs 3, 19 to 20. Therefore, friends, if wisdom and understanding were so important in God's creation of the universe, imagine how important it is to us now, especially in these turbulent and explosive times of today with all kinds of lies, deceits, and evil doings rampant in the world. And I know some of us are wondering, what are these things called wisdom and understanding eh, that are supposedly so important in living good lives? Well, wisdom is basically skill in living or wise behavior. Meanwhile, understanding is the capability to distinguish between true and false, good and bad, what matters most and what does not matter at all. And for the best results, wisdom and understanding work together in tandem. But listen up here, friends. It's even more important to note that when we speak of wisdom, we are not referring to what the world considers wisdom, since that varies and changes so much that you can't base anything worthwhile on it. Here, we're talking about true wisdom, foundational wisdom the kind that only comes from Almighty God, the creator of the universe, and doesn't change or vary for whatever reason. And James, the brother of Jesus, tells us quite plainly, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and upbraid it not, that means without reproach, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, that's not doubting. For he that wavereth or doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And that comes from James 1, 5 to 8. And now that last sentence is an indisputable fact. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when we go to God seeking wisdom or really anything at all, it is important that we don't doubt that God can provide it or will provide it if it falls within his will for our lives. And here's an interesting note from the scholars read verse 5 above. They say, this verse is not a blanket promise of wisdom for any situation. In the context of life's trials, which James was writing about, 
it probably speaks of the believer being granted, firstly, wisdom as to the reason for his trials, and secondly, wisdom to endure them. But you know what? This doesn't mean that there's anywhere better to go for wisdom in any situation at all than to God himself. And one of the best examples of that is when cousin Saul was made king of Israel after the death of his father, brother David. And in a vision, the Lord asked him what he wanted. After acknowledging God's goodness and mercy, which you can find in 1 Kings 9, 5 to 8, he said, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And that comes from 1 Kings 3, 9. And that's not rocket science, friends, but simple common sense if you believe in Almighty God. When you don't know what to do, going to God in all sincerity and truth is always the best avenue. And I like how the good book records the results of Cousin Saul's petition. It says, and the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And that comes from 1 Kings 3.10. And now, because Cousin Saul didn't ask for wealth or the life of his enemies, but for wisdom and understanding, the Lord most graciously and generously gave him what he asked for, as well as what he hadn't asked for. That's wealth and power. And that's how our great God operates, my people. When we acknowledge him with all honesty and truth, he blesses us more than we can ever imagine. No, it's time to practice what we've been preaching all along. That's going to God for wisdom and understanding. So let's do it in one as one strong voice now through our Friday chant. Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion, and havoc that the viruses and our many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm, the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you'll use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold. Please show them the error of their ways. And please introduce a whole new flock too, one who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up 
and smell the coffee sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as always, friends, when we ask for heavenly help, it's necessary for us to do our part in the partnership by keeping our promises and having good motives. Much love. And the postscript for today says, a life wisely lived is one that keeps God first place in it. And you can't doubt that, my people. Because if you keep Satan first in your life, you'll only end up in hellfire and damnation. But when Christ and God are first, then you end up in heaven with eternal life and blessings forevermore. So let's get out there and live seriously and wisely for Jesus now, because that's the best option we have on this earth here. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed Friday, my people. Much love. Thank you.